0: All right, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Bars, a.k.a. Highway High to the Danger Zone. Zone. Touchy subjects. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Yes, touches. guys, listen, thank you for tuning in to the number one debate show the, in the that, world. Listen, right. guys, we are putting out two new episodes every week. Episodes video and audio at rockfin.com slash Conspiracy social club. two
1: new episodes every week. Are you every kidding? week, hammer plus, of God. Plus, plus you get old audio episodes anywhere you get your podcasts. anywhere you
0: listen to podcasts. You yeah. watch you go hey Doc, listen to me. I got to check this out before I, I you know I yeah. invest in this thing. Listen to old episodes yeah, and believe
1: me, you'll invest.
0: You'll invest. <laughs> Greatest you show like to of laugh all time
1: and fucking learn how right i am and how wrong sam is five star
0: reviews give it to us love us help us get in that top 200 to show everybody what's real now listen you want to see us live it's real easy you want to find where we're going where we're going to be where we're going to be dropping the hammer of the gods at? just go to briankellan.com and samtripley.com
1: and and don't don't wait there's more yeah uh, we got merch and more about the show at aka deepwaters.com. You guys like wearing awesome shirts. That yeah. say aka <laughs> Deep Waters or whatever. I don't even know what the fuck the merch is. I do know I have one of the shirts and it looks great on my body. Yeah. If you want a shirt to look amazing on your body with sick cotton, the kind of cotton you can only find in a very tiny, tiny valley in Egypt, picked by the most beautiful women of all time, then you and, and then combed. Uh combed with ivory combs, combed with... Yeah, we had to kill elephants for it, but guess what? Worth it when it hits your body. And the stitching, you want to talk about stitching? We had to use very small children because they have tiny fingers. They do get back in breaks. Yeah, so get get
0: shirts that we use hot chicks picking cotton, slaughtering elephants, and child labor. Go get it But they are
1: fucking worth it. It's like dipping your torso into a warm fucking bath with some honey mixed in all right you know what i'm saying yes all okay. right okay you want to come see me live you come to brea okay and this we gotta Imbrab. go
0: okay <laughs> when people ask is everything in conspiracy the answer is yes who and what is controlling everything
1: and why they they practice sorcery
0: Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep, Waters. Deep Waters. I want to start
1: just this fucking Conspiracy Social Club episode 32, aka Deep Waters. Oh, 32, yeah.
0: dude, you know what 32 is, right? What? Freemason shit, B- skull and bones, brother. Yep.
1: I'm sorry oh, that we shit. don't have. Uh, I'm. I'm getting. We're gonna get this awesome logo here. Let no, me. What happened? Did did you?
0: <clears throat> did the did the help go on strike halfway through that painting on the wall? Why'd they stop halfway through, Brian? Brian, please don't read the comments while we're doing the show. Well, I was gonna see. I just don't want to see old man tears right now. Okay, guys, listen. I am going to be in North Carolina at Raleigh. I'm in Raleigh at Good Nights. Uh, ready to drop a whole hammer. I haven't been in North Carolina doing Stamp in a long time. Last time I was there, it was me and three black comedians, and we walked into such a redneck bar, I felt black. That's how fucking <laughs> redneck it was.
1: Uh, I'm going to be in uh, Miami this coming weekend. What? Seems like you're in
0: Miami every All weekend. All the time.
1: February 4th, 5th, and 6th. And then I'm in uh, Nashville at Zaney's, February 11, 12, and 13, And then I'm in Virginia Beach at the Comedy Zone, February 18, 19,
0: 20th. Dude, you don't stop.
1: I try not to. You grind. I try to keep going.
0: You even know, though, you they know, sleep. You though, grind. Even
1: though I was sure I won that fucking that that debate last time. And no, I the mean fans were so hard. One Jonathan. Fan. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan said Callen lost the moment he walked in with his track
0: pants. <laughs> I thought track slash pajamas look great. Yeah, somebody
1: said laundry day for both you guys. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair. Another guy goes, Callan sh- Jonathan Green, you fucking asshole. He goes, Callan shows himself to be a cunt more and more. <laughs>
0: fucking dude. But what if he's Br- he could be Australian and British, so that means that could be lovable. By
1: the way, I love it. Jonathan Green, I got called a cunt. Uh Justin Jensen, Callan wins. I'll yeah, take that. that I'll there's take that. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, if you're so sure that Sam is wrong and conspiracies are, are conspiracies are fake, why don't you just look at at the same evidence Sam has? I would guess you'll say th- what Biden
0: supporters say
1: <laughs> when asked about the past, uh, his past. That you don't have time.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I did. We don't got a lot of literate people who watch, I, and I, we don't
1: care. I I don't understand what he's saying there. I, um, uh, Trevania Anderson. Um, hold on john haupenthal it's a very small print so it's hard was it laundry day right there's another one anyway that's all there's i got lot. there's you, like it, you let's be tiny, honest brian like this
0: show like first of all Sorry, congratulations on big and horny dude big and horny that your new podcast yeah. people love it dude the comments are all like finally brian's back to being wacky and that's great i've always thought you need to do that you know, taking L's on the show can wear on your soul a lot. Brian, please don't comment to the people while I'm crushing right now. I'm sorry.
1: I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I felt like I was, I should have read these comments, but I couldn't. I had to, I had to blow them up. Sorry. I'm, I'm old. Keep
0: are going. you, are you, oh, so you had to make them bigger? Yeah, that's why uh, I, I fucked up on you. That's all right, them.
1: dude. We, we got to read more of the comments, but those are good. All right, but keep going.
0: Well, keep I, going. Uh, you know, it's okay, dude. What have you been doing? What have
1: you been up to? I just, uh,
0: Brian, I don't know if you know, but I have a new podcast called uh, Cash Daddies. Yeah. And it's a, a comedy of, investment show right because i know nothing about investing and my two buddies are like just fucking got coke energy fiends about fucking day trading how are they doing so anyway so a buddy of mine i don't know if you ever met chris neff he's a really funny comic good dude uh you know i I have to call up him once in a while because he's one of those guys who are constantly like thinking about fucking finding a motel six and putting a fucking something around his neck and jerking off till fucking darkness. Right. So I was like, I got to always check in to see how he's doing. You got one of those dark friends who might, he's
1: always on the edge of the abyss. Yeah.
0: I have nothing but dark friends. Just some seem shinier than others, but my, i so I check in on him. So I was telling him about Bitcoin and then he just starts going into this wall street bets thing that's been going on. And so we, I go, dude, come on the show. So he came on the show Uh, I have a buddy of mine from New York who went to college in my hometown's 607 for life. And uh, he... uh and we were just, they they just hit it off, man. And they were just talking about Wall Street bets and this fucking GameStock thing before the controversy happened. So we put out the video, we put out the episode, and boom, everyone's like, this podcast called it. And I was like, yeah, man, it's kind of really interesting what happened with all that. I don't know if you've already talked about it on a no, podcast. No, I haven't, no. But it's we like, it's real it. interesting, dude. It's real well, interesting. It, it, it
1: sounds to me like the power of, the, the everyday small time investor to organize and disrupt the power structure like these these cuz GameStop was a company that you know when these hedge funds look at it they go this is a this is company's a dog or a zombie let's short the stock right? Yeah. and all of a sudden these all these investors these people who had $6000 at Robinhood were like you know what you know what they're shorting the stock let's fucking buy the stock and Drive it up, yeah. So now you got, but then, but they didn't count on is it It's one thing; it was ten thousand people. It was two point five million. Well, yeah,
0: growing. So when we did the podcast, the and we dropped the episode, there was one point five million people on on that Wall Street bets. It is now seven million people, dude. And you know, is that right? Because you know what, get out now, by the way. But you know what,
1: you know what happens is when that happens, the the Hedge funds that went short on the stock now have an open they, – they they have to pay that money back. Right. Because they didn't expect the stock to go that high. That's a disaster. That'll literally sink hedge funds.
0: Yeah. Which may well, not be Well, the- so what happens is, right, now the Robin Hood guy says the reason we had to stop buying uh, or letting a transaction happen is because we didn't have enough cash reserves yeah. to handle everything. Right. But then also some people are thinking that he got a bag – and they, he stopped it because these hedge fund guys lost $78 billion. Now shorting, shorting on 78? like- 78, is that how much they lost? Yeah, fuck. But dude, like shorting sounds good when you're dealing like, oh, hey dude, I think um, Coinbase's app is trading a little high. Yeah. I'm gonna short it. But what these what these fucking shark piece of shits do is they'll, like, they'll destroy businesses. And like, so they got naked shorting?
1: Do you know what naked shorting is? Well, I, I know that what what the way they destroy business a lot of times is that like different groups will get together, have dinner quietly and say, let's drive this stuff." George
0: Soros is famous for shorting currencies. Like he destroyed, like Thailand, dude, if George Soros showed up to Thailand, they would fucking Gaddafi him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, cause he destroyed their monetary unit cause he bet against it. And then everybody freaked out. Pulled their money out and their doubt, and he did to the pound too. So he he's a shorty motherfucker. So he destroys economies doing well, that. Well, sometimes
1: though, shorting is just like if you've done your research, you go, I think the stock is overvalued. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy it. At I'm um, I'm betting that it's going to go down and right it's, right. That's what options right an option right, is. right. And so another group says, well, I think it's going to go long, and it's basically two differing opinions, and you make money in the middle. Yeah. The problem with that is that with for the most part, hedge funds are not really producing anything. They're just good at playing. It's almost like
0: gambling. Which is the in- most interesting about GameStop because, like, it really has no value in this modern day. Exactly. The way you can just download shit, and, stuff mailed right. to you, video games. You it's the like the stock- blockbuster of that time.
1: And the stock was being uh, – my friend Jeff explained it to me. It was being shorted, like, one, 1. 1.4 times. So that, that, there wasn't even enough stock to go around. So they were – People were buying the stock that wasn't even there. They were, they were. That's
0: it, a naked it, shorting, which I don't even understand how you could sell a stock that doesn't You're exist. You're not supposed to be able. to. But how do you do that?
1: You're not supposed to be able to. You leverage money. It's like you do it again. You like so
0: ridiculous. Yeah, that's dude. what
1: happens. It becomes this almost like a Ponzi thing.
0: Yeah, full dude. There's a there's a whole belief that stocks in general are just giant. It's a giant fucking. We Ponzi should
1: call stuff. my buddy Jeff, who's a really sophisticated investor. Who we, we should get him on the phone right now because he. He, he will tell you probably right now is the time to sell. Do you own GameStop? But,
0: but no, no, no. I, haven't, I, I I only own a couple stocks in one thing, and that is this football league where it's like no helmet, no pads, and they're starting a league. And I'm like, what? I, yeah, they, they, they don't want to have any helmets or pads. Wow, it's like rugby. Yeah, they want to do rugby, but with American football because they think that's going to stop concussions, which I agree with. It probably will, ironically. Yeah. Because dudes aren't going to be launching.
1: Yep, yep. That's that's interesting.
0: But I'm thinking about there's this stock that's out so there, that I, I I gotta get I, I gotta get the name of the football league up. I'll, I'll send it to Anthony. He can put it in. So I I think legally you're supposed to say that. I don't even know what the rule is on that. But there is a there is one stock I signed up for E Trade today. Mm-hmm. There's one stock I want to buy, which is like supposedly like going to be where you uh can do almost like a DraftKings. But with like uh video games or gambling on like video games. Like who's gonna win, who's gonna That's score? Wild. Right? Wild. Like you're, That makes like, total sense. Yeah, so it's it's like eight dollars right now. Dude. So I think I'm gonna buy a chunk of it. What's and this just stock sit called I I think it's called gamble. Oh, let me That's find it. That's interesting.
1: That's very interesting.
0: Yeah, so I signed up for E trade. Of course they told me to go fuck myself. So, I'm gonna try to do it again. And yeah, I think I'm gonna buy in that. What do you
1: mean so you, to tell you to go fuck yourself?
0: Well, there's like something happened. You can't, you, uh, you didn't go through, call us. And I'm like, okay, I will. But I'm gonna yeah. do it. So, I, I'm not really into like, I don't really wanna get deep into the stock game because I just, there's a. It's gambling. Th- okay. I have a lot of theories about Wall Street and like why, like New York. I think New yeah. York City can have, is, is an amazing city for culture and art. And I think personally, Brian, a lot of that. it it like just is a camouflage for a lot of the darkness that wall street does to the rest of the planet and that's my opinion
1: yeah well you know the the investors that i know who play the stock market the ones that do well are super conservative like they'll make maybe six percent of their money so when when uh who is the guy who walt uh um who is the guy who defrauded everybody? The uh, oh, oh, I,
0: I have um, his name. Hold on. Um, oh, oh, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff.
1: So when Bernie Madoff, my my dad's friend, um, who was a, a very sophisticated investor, and they came to him, and he had about a hundred million dollars or whatever, and and they came to him and said, uh, this guy Bernie Madoff is great with money. You should put your money with him. He'll get you. He guarantees ten percent on your money minimum. And you know what my dad's friend said? He goes, he guarantees ten percent. Call the police. The first thing he said. He goes, call the police. That doesn't. That's bullshit. The people I know that do it, they they they're they're happy with six percent. I'm not talking about real estate speculators. I'm talking about if you, if you're gonna play the stock market, it's not a. You can get lucky, but the guys who stay in it for a long time, conservative as fuck. No, and, for and, sure. And because you're, because you're right. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. That there's a lot of really unscrupulous shit that goes on.
0: There just is, man. Well, just diamond trading, gold trading, all that shit. And like, just what happens. But also, to the- they,
1: they will pump up. They'll, they'll sell. Sometimes they'll try to sell a company that they know sucks.
0: Which is they'll, what they'll- they do with GameStop. Yeah. But so what you're talking like, it's this thing like these millennials and the conservative people are basically called boomers. And they're like, whatever, boomer. So it's like this kind of fight between. Like these the young and the these old. young kids just discovered this shit, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna throw money into it." It's like so interesting, dude.
1: But at the end of the day, it's all trying to. You can manipulate the stock, but th- some of it is just predicting the future. Good luck with that.
0: Good luck. Too many moving parts. Too many moving. parts. Well, that's parts. that's. That's why I don't want to get into the stocks where you gotta, okay, man, I think it's at the highest. Sell, sell, sell. I don't wanna do that. I just wanna be like But I like the way you're thinking. I like if you if you have an idea, like the
1: idea of gambling on game like video games, like a company that lets you like bet on video games. People watch video games. Oh dude, they build arenas
0: now for them. Think about that. Dude, when we were young, dude, we were young, right? My, our parents would scream at us if we play video games too long. They're like, you're not going to be able to make a living off this. I'm like, oh, you're right. Now these kids now are Now you can like,
1: make a living watching video games and commenting on that on YouTube.
0: I'm, and, dude, so so I was thinking about this the other day, Brian. Who is the genetically the worst pro athlete? Genetically, the worst. Yeah, well, the worst pro. Bowlers, that, bowlers, uh, bowlers or, gamblers, or, uh, or fucking video players? game players. Yeah,
1: they're not real athletes, but yeah, I know what you mean. But they're
0: all—it's all on ESPN. Yes. So out of that, out of that group. And, dude, I mean, bowlers make the least amount of money, which is crazy because so many people bowl, yeah, right? But yeah. they don't make the money that these other guys make. Right. But they make enough money that they're going to be able to bank way out of their league, yeah. which means these chicks are going to be ruining their genes by banging, like, genetic garbage that's fucking just got this weird fucking... Wait, if they're hot, they have good genes. So they, then, yeah. You know. But it also goes down to, like, how many pro athletes, right? And I used to have a joke about this. Be I like, me like John Jones's mom, her womb should have been sponsored by fucking Nike. Just put a swoosh right above it. Anything comes out, it's got a Nike fucking contract. She yeah. put out the greatest MMA fighter of all time yeah. and two Super Bowl champions. It's sick, it's all sick. three
1: kids. Well, dad is really big. Mom is really big. They're yeah, both.
0: They're both very.
1: Um, very. If you look at them, if you look at they, they are very tall, substantial people.
0: Yeah. Themselves. I like big chicks. I have a whole joke about. But the one, they'll back you up in a fight, and two, they'll they'll fucking put out D one athletes, dude. Fuck yeah. Dude. And that's what happens. These pro athletes, dude, they get famous and rich. They start dating supermodels. just kids can never ball like them. It's so. It's crazy. like the guys who bang that chick from high school. Yeah. Well, that,
1: a- that's like in 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 uh,
0: schools around L A the
1: the the superstar athletes that have kids and those kids are by the time they're 18 are fucking man they're like literally you ever seen mike tyson's four.
0: kid no oh there's a video of him fighting this guy oh, yeah, 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 yeah have you seen that yeah, guy yeah, yeah. who goes around and he makes videos of him trying to punk people and he gets his ass kicked all no from... i didn't see that oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, no,
1: that guy charlie whatever his name yeah is. yeah oh, yeah. So yeah he's a mess but no no i'm talking about um yeah, I mean guys like I like LeBron James. Oh, they have these kids. They have children. And believe me, by the time those kids are eighteen, they're every bit of
0: six four and just phenomenal athletes. Well, Gilbert Arenas, who does not like LeBron James at all, like Hitachi, he would yell because he he was this great player that his knees just gave out. And he could ne- He was the first guy to get one of those like 120 million dollar contracts. Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And now, do you hear about Messi's contract, dude? No, M- it's Messi, right? Yeah. That's Yeah. Dude, 660 million dollar contract. Best soccer player of all time. Yeah. Well, with the
1: exception of Ronaldo, probably, but yeah.
0: But he'll he'll get that too. But those numbers are crazy, right? Yes, those are
1: crazy. But so, did, did, did you ever just really quickly on how good these guys are? Did you see that Ronaldo thing where they shut the lights off and they fucking he couldn't see, but they did a corner kick. So the guy kicks the soccer ball; it's a corner kick, and by the sound, by the sound of the ball, Ronaldo in the darkness was able to time it and head it into the goal. And he couldn't see it. That's from the corner. Now, dude, think about that. So like, I what? knew this
0: guy. That guy was special. When I think they were playing the USA. And like we were finally going to beat this dude. And and there was like this. And you know this was just after Steve Nash and the Suns. Which were the first time we'd seen this Euro kind of basketball in the NBA. And dude this guy kicked the ball like Steve Nash passed the ball, like precision <laughs> I know. to the point where he put it in the only place the guy could head it to tie the game and basically F the United States from Dennis. Movie- Dennis Leary told me a story
1: a long time ago about when he was, he was with Mark. Uh, he was with uh, Wayne Gretzky and, and they were at the half court line on the ice, the whatever the fuck it is. That ha- I'm so idiotic with hockey, but they're at mid court. Yeah. you know they're mid
0: mid mid ice. Mid
1: ice. And uh, I don't and, even know. And, and and Dennis said something to Wayne like, "I wonder if you know could you hit? You think you could hit like the top of the goalpost? You know from here, and you know just be that precise with the puck." And Wayne Gretzky goes, "I think I could probably do that five out of ten times." And and Dennis goes you could hit it five out of 10 times. And he goes, I think so. And Wayne Gretzky hit it six out of 10 times. <laughs> he hit the fucking top of the goalpost six out of 10 times. And like that's they... when you realize, how, like, like Schaub always tells Schaub, Brennan would always say, I always say, oh, he's a good athlete. Brennan goes, please don't use So don't say that. He didn't even play D1 football. I, I'm, I've been around professional athletes. Like he, it's he, levels. When you watch an NBA basketball player, who's known to be a bad shooter, like Shaquille O'Neal or, or he's known just to be a defensive player, okay? Yeah. Like that guy, the Birdman and the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shabba's saying, he said, the guy was known as a defensive player, but Shabba's watching him, like, throw hit three-pointers. He was just shooting baskets. <laughs> and Brennan goes, he never missed, Brian. He never missed. Like, he didn't miss. Like, out of 100 shots, he oh, yeah. didn't miss. Yeah. Like, without
0: somebody in his face, he ain't missing. So I forget what the cha- I forget what the website was. It was like, it was like uh, S- Sports Blog Nation or one of those things. And one of these snarky motherfuckers put like the ten worst players in the NBA, and I go, these dudes. Would fuck you, your whole family up. If this dude walked in, he would run. It's a better athlete, maybe you know. Dude, guys in the D league that can't even break it. I had a guy come to the Y one time that was in the D league, and it wasn't even. He was like six nine, and it wasn't even close on like the level of skill versus every everybody not else in the even, gym.
1: Not even close.
0: This is what they're, they're the always... top 420 in the world. Like, And I love when women, real quick, when women are always like, oh my God, it's not fair. I can't play in the NBA. I go, if you could score five points in the NBA, they would give you a contract. They would love to put a chick on the court. You would get murdered, dude. Oh, well, of course. The number one player is like Brittany Grinder. She's a center. She's 205. By the way, I'm around 205 yeah. at 5'11", yeah, right? She's 6'4". Right? No, she's like 6'8", six, 6'9". Chris Paul is my height but he's a chiseled 610 and he's known as a point a small point guard in the <laughs> NBA
1: <laughs> no it's a different thing men and women physiologically obviously are you know it's a very different thing I mean it's the woman who won more medals than Usain Bolt she she runs the 40 I mean the uh, the quarter mile uh, in 49 seconds there are 300 high school. Runners in this country that that would that are better than
0: she is. No, did you tell me the the story about the women's team who took on soccer
1: league? The Olympic I think it's the soccer, <laughs> the soccer, the national, the, 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 the oh, Olympic The
0: Olympic women's
1: soccer team lost five to nothing to the best fifteen and under boys. That's just the uh, way it is. It's it is what it is. So so please please be mindful of that when you're advocating for. Men in women's sports. You, you when a man identifies as a woman and he wants to be in a woman's sport, you're taking a woman's scholarship away from her. You're
0: you're you're, oh, you're yeah. it's, it's, so dumb, dude. It's, it's so it's not fair to women. It's not
1: fair to biological women. And I, I'm women, sorry.
0: when you're ready for us to save you, let us know. <laughs> when you want us to go but, in there and push back. Listen, I have no problems with trans. I have a lot of trans friends. Yeah. Okay. They should be competing against other trans. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I just you don't care. It's just about. It's fair. not. It's, about it's fair. like. And it's. a debate. I'll let the women. left
1: have that debate. I'll let women have that debate with trans people. That that's for them. That's that's a. That's a debate. I think that's going to. If you guys already on
0: can you rewind that? You can actually hear Brian's butthole starting to get real tight on that conversation. No, I'm, click, I'm click, not click, tight. I've been click. very,
1: I've been very, very vocal about how I, love I, a I'm totally against. I'm, I'm, I just don't think it's fair to have biological men compete against biological females. Yeah, in sports. It's, it's. I don't so think it's dumb. fair. In maybe some sports. But not in, uh, not in, not in, not in any sport. Sports, speed dude. and power. It's
0: disrespectful of the females to sit there and go. The, a great female should be able to compare, compete against males. It's I just agree. disrespectful. I it's agree. disrespectful to F- Floyd Mayweather saying he should be able to beat Anthony Joshua if he's the greatest boxer ever. Correct. They're different weight classes and different builds. Correct
1: it's stupid i totally fucking agree man dude
0: can you fucking photoshop out my fucking fat bro are you working out are i'm you trying gonna start?
1: bro what do you mean you're trying what does that mean i got a me? boxing coach man you we're do? doing
0: boxing good i love it dude you should be boxing you have that i love right? i love dudes yelling at me that's the only yeah. way i can work out yeah you should if i go to gym i'm gonna position myself behind but, but, the girl but do some
1: weightlifting too that would be very good for you
0: i got that band thing dude you ever see the band sure but just lift brian don't to judge my workouts, bro. I'm sorry, buddy. Okay, <laughs> Brian. What do you want to talk about, Brian? What are conspiracies that you want to get your dick kicked in on? Again? Well,
1: listen, man. First of all, do you think I lost that debate last Brian, last I- week? Honestly,
0: man, you really your whole argument was I'm friends with Todd Phillips. He wouldn't do that. That was your whole argument the whole time. My so whole you- argument was that there's no occult in fucking Hollywood. Right. Brian, what don't the fuck are we it. talking about, dude? That's like the business I've been in 25 Japan years. going, maybe we should hit Pearl, Pearl Harbor, Harbor <laughs> again. People, that's what you're doing right people there. People in dark arts in Hollywood all this Brian, stuff is it's like so ridiculous. ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, yeah, Brian. It's that ridiculous you that
1: you actually believe that there are. That Hollywood is controlled by the occult or there's yes. a cult agenda, or yes, there's dark arts. People are telling I'm fucking Lopez's stories. Jennifer Lopez
0: is fucking on her outfit the last Super Bowl. She literally had bath mitt on her fucking elbow, dude. Oh my
1: she, god. Oh so, my. so she's the name part of the of, who occult. The dancing chick. She's part
0: of the occult too. Shakira was doing the shit from these famous fucking paintings the the guy the arms up tied up so is she's famous part of the occult oh dude oh why the by the way brian fucking Jeffrey lopez fully admits he's in the voodoo which is dark arts
1: oh my fucking god how many people that believe in astrology is that dark arts too no dude i mean like it's not the, astrology is no but why well okay so now you're deciding what's dark arts and what's not because that, that is superstition well brian it, it depends it's all the energy
0: It's like, what is the energy? Who are the energy? So now you're reading what someone's energy is. Oh, Brian. Fucking unbelievable. This crazy shit. You're the
1: best. You know, if I can get one shred of evidence besides she was dancing and she had a symbol on
0: her fucking dress like Jennifer Lopez, who makes a – I mean, Brian, she openly admits to putting voodoo curses on ex-boyfriends. She she did Jiggly. She did the movie fucking Jiggly not oh, a good movie or oh giggly i'm the fuck sorry was. that's dude. super dark arts. okay i'm what sorry what else has she done i'm was, sorry dude, her music dan, dan schneider from fucking uh nickelodeon basically was fucking shady shit he did kid shows well, to work with miley Cyrus. Well,
1: that, but he's into with the dark shit he's into sexually is not is not transferring into what like the what he's producing or what, what i'm saying is that if if Jennifer Lopez is into the dark arts boy her her ex, her artistic expression is pretty harmless ain't it? I mean her pop music and her movies and she's a an, she's a mediocre actress all due respect yeah, beautiful but like uh, you can Shades of Blue take the actor out of the
0: sitcom but you can't take the sitcom shades out of the of, actor Shades of Blue like you,
1: Shades Dude, of Blue I mean that was super dark arts <laughs> Dove Davidoff worked
0: with her I mean oh know,
1: well Dove David what, but did she, Todd Phil she showed, showed up and did him? her job and would go home
0: yeah, Brian. She wasn't like, Brian, yeah. She Brian. wasn't fucking sacrificing a goat in uh, Brian, her trailer. Yeah. Brian, dude. They were, okay, are we ready to shoot? Okay, shooting three. No, stop, stop. I have to snap a chicken's head first before I do this <laughs> yeah, romantic scene with fucking Dub Dave. That Long. wasn't going on. Dude, Brian, you're talking crazy. How about Ozzy Osbourne? Was he
1: part of the Tark Arts since he bit fucking a rat's head off? I
0: wouldn't doubt it or he's just I mean like he was part of that whole push now listen dude I like fucking old metal I'm not gonna sit there and be like dark art you're into the dark arts you fuck I'm not in the dark arts dude you fuck. I saw you doing this in the mirror before
1: we got here <laughs> And I was like what are you doing am dude do- <laughs> yeah you were like am I doing that to the, yes, the podcasting guy bet you if I check your pockets right now you got a chicken head in there you no, fucking chicken I snake don't
0: motherfucker. Dude, what I got dog is fucking straight cash on me dude gold
1: you're gonna go buy gold <laughs> gold and silver what, what, have you are you consulting
0: anybody who's a sophisticated investor are you uh, I'm a sophisticated investor
1: okay right. how much money is there?
0: there uh don't worry about it bro. Don't worry about it. it. Is, is this ten cle stealing right here? Is this is this is this tens, twenties, or hundreds? That's a brick, bro. That's a brick, bro.
1: That's um, I could wear that here, and you could shoot a bullet, and it wouldn't go all the way through. <laughs>
0: Holy fuck! Dude. Daddy's buying. Bro, you got a bulletproof vest of cash Daddy's right here.
1: Daddy's buying. Yeah, you rolling. You rolling.
0: I ain't afraid, brother. You
1: carry a gun?
0: I got. I got. I have three guns.
1: I'd love to be able to carry a gun. I just want one. Are you thinking
0: about buying? Dude, we should look into buying land in, in some place. I mean, Nashville.
1: I I'm looking into land, buying land in uh, Texas, Nashville
0: or Texas. Let me them. know. I'll buy land right next, and then we'll both I, wear overalls. I would love it, man. I
1: would love to have you. I want to have a group of people I like. We'd have friend. to
0: sneak him in because they don't like them colored over there. You know? Oh, they're colored people. <laughs> <Well, laughs> well, hey, got got don't those you have colors? blue eyes?
1: Green eyes, dude. He's a much better looking guy than you and I. Do
0: you totally get white chicks off of being a light skinned black? He's white. You look like everybody booking commercials right now. You're you're white and
1: Mexican, right? I'm half white, half Mexican, but I look half white, half black. Yeah,
0: yeah, you do. You're like Sean King in this shit. (laughs) Yeah. Right, Right. Sean King. As black people, oh, you're not black. I'm on a roll. Shut up for a second. (laughs) Where in Mexico is your dad from?
1: Uh, to be honest, I think like TJ. He's just straight. But he's, but isn't he basically American? He's, he's
0: like, is he first generation? Uh, yeah. How would you feel if you had a cousin that worked a donkey shell? Would that be weird? Wouldn't be surprised if I did.
1: (laughs) Does your, does your dad? So your dad's first language is Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Do Do you 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 speak Spanish? Spanish? I don't speak Spanish. It's really weird, man. Yeah. It's really weird because my mother, my grandparents, they spoke Armenian. Uh huh. Not a lot around us though. But I know you're super young. But, like my mother's generation, it was all about assimilating. It was all about assimilating into the culture and becoming one. It's only been the last like 15 years where everything became super niche. Mm-hmm. And now, and I think a lot of it really is more about business than it is about a cultural identity. It's just like for us, by us, by our thing was made by us for you. And it's all about niching down into. So, oh, so I get represented. So I have to be on the show. It's like, it's really interesting. And going back to all this investment stuff, it's like, you you know, it's like how many, how many, and listen, man, and and this is not blanket statement. This is a real question. How much investing is done into stock market by, how many black friends you know are talking stocks all the time? Mm-hmm. How many gay people lot. you know are talking yeah. stocks? How many women you know are talking stocks? And that's not meant to be, because I know there are, but yeah. it just doesn't seem to the level. And that to me is where like the, you know, the privilege and stuff like that is like, that's where generational wealth I think comes from, being able to work these markets yes. and pass stuff down to your kids and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I think so.
1: I think it's that. And also I think, well, I saw a special on, on in the black community. There's very little entrepreneurial, um, and you know sort of uh, energy. Um, so a lot of black people, black Americans, get jobs with the government or with uh, big corporations like Verizon. But um, there needs to be the, the idea was they had these black, uh, you know, business people who were talking about there needs to be more entrepreneurial uh, initiative and, 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 uh, and sort of like um, outreach to you know young black people. To say this is possible for you too. Start your own business. Start your own restaurant. Start your own tech company. Start your own whatever. For sure. That, that's huge. Like I think, I think small business or just coming up with a with an idea and building a business around it is the way you make money. Is the now, way Brian, you need let me ask forward. you
0: something. Do you believe in a conspiracy that a certain narrative is pushed on certain demographics? Like um, like example, let's take let's not talk black people because I yeah. don't want to make you uncomfortable. Let's no, talk no, about no. the narrative black of feminism are good to onto talk. women. No, black people are good. To, yeah, well that that comes out of colleges
1: where there was. this. But it, do you think it's purposefully done? Yes. Well, so what I think is this. So so what I think, let's just take women. Then we'll talk about black people. I think what what it's what what first wave feminism and second wave feminism was. So the first wave feminism, let's say, was the suffragette movement. We want the right to vote want to be on legal standing and then the second wave in the 60s was we want we want say over our reproductive rights that's a big thing we want access to the pill i want to be able to control how many children i have that's a big deal i want to know i want to have control over when i can have children so i can choose to be in the in the in the in the workplace which was primarily uh, male God damn. and 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 now the third and fourth wave feminism you know from what i understand is that men are somewhere along the line and it started happening in the 70s men are at war with you men are trying to kill you rape you subjugate you and so you better be on on the lookout for the 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 toxic violent dominant powerful all-powerful male who is not your friend not your ally and wants to subjugate you and bring you back to the stone age that is very interesting that is a fucking movement that i think is first of all not true second of all very very harmful to male female relationships very harmful to our country
0: do you think that's done purpose yes i
1: think that came out of i mean jordan peterson has done a really good job of, of of tracing the genealogy of these terrible ideas you know in in the the women's department the literature women's literature department of yale which turned into women do studies. you blame so, unfuckable
0: yeah, women on this one
1: um I blame. Yeah, I think a lot of times there's probably psych, there's there's a psychology involved in this shit where women, very unhappy women, very close to women, whatever they were, um, are became activists and became yeah. whatever. But I do think it's fascinating that a small, energized group of radicals with bad ideas can literally fuck up. You know, create anxiety and and a and a siege mentality in a lot of women who are journalists who are controlling the narrative now who are now more professors. You turn out more professors, so I think that um, that's what at least I've read that makes sense that I'm seeing in terms of black. Um, I think w- one of the insidious things about slavery, one of the, the wreckage the wreckage of our racist past as a country, uh, with 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 Jim Crow with with slavery and so. Is that I think what it does to a group of people, and they've done they've done really fucking interesting surveys. You on read that, a book on it? It's yeah. I've I've actually read journalists, oh, journalist or artist but but what's really fascinating to me is that it's not about racism. A lot of times when you've been kept down for so long, you start to feel like you what it does to you emotionally and and mentally is very damaging and so they did a couple surveys and i thought was really interesting that a lot of black men that they surveyed and this is controversial but it was a survey that i read that was i think it was from yeah but it said a lot of black men felt privately when they asked them that they weren't as capable as other men of like say asian white men and that's that's that has to be a trip. That has well, to be. I'm going to be
0: honest with you, man. I think it's purposeful. I think that's a big part of the uh, the it, damage of the drug movement of the Joe Biden's well, crime it's bill. It's racist. It's 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 done. It, it's the legacy of
1: racism. So for so, sure. So so you know what I'm saying. So when you're black, what what I understand is like my father said this the other day. He goes, if if I, as a white male, it's very hard to understand, and you know, but if you are black you would have a very different political point of view probably because because you see your grandfather and your father, or you see your uncle and you see, you do see that what, for whatever reason, and there are a lot of reasons they were left out of the, they were left out of the economic pie, right? So now when you look for somebody to blame, there are a thousand things to blame or one thing to blame, depending, but at the end of the day, you got to understand that it's when you're when you when you beat people down for long enough, yeah. you're going to have some people to start to feel start to believe it or feel like just to just to believe that they're capable. That's no, what I, I thought agree was a bad
0: dude. I agree with that. And that's fucked up. That's kind well, of you know be For me, it's like, you know my buddy, I called him the other day. Because, I, I, you know, I have this Cash Daddy podcast, and I wanted to do how to make money in drugs, right? And I just wanted <laughs> to talk to a Coke dealer and see how he makes fucking money selling Coke. That's so interesting, actually. You know, I, I would really like to do it. If I, I have a, there's a system you do, a change of voice, wear a mask. I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat, how to sell fucking Coke. And uh, so I had a buddy call around. He's like, Nobody want, nobody's got the balls to do. I go, that's cool. So we just started talking, and he lives in, uh, uh, in, in Tennessee now. And he was telling me, like, dude, because he's he grew up out here, lived out here. He goes, he goes, dude, racism is alive and well in the South. I go, really? Why? He goes, he goes. I have a, I have a black psychic that I go to. I go, I go. What? He goes, yeah, I have a black. You have a black psychic. First of all, you're a guy in your mid 40s, and you go to psychics. He goes, yeah. I go. He goes. He's always fucking right. I go, okay, dude, I'm cool with that, Brian. You got to believe in there. It's not just the fucking laws of physics. There's more to this world. Well, I don't believe in psychics, but keep going. Keep going. Oh, my God. Right. Sam, I, I w-
1: Sam, I might know a guy that can talk to you about selling coke. Okay. I, I was going oh, to say I, I might know a guy that'll... Really? Yeah, maybe. Okay.
0: He can yeah. wear a mask, and we got this voice thing, change his voice, and yeah. we'll call him Roberto, unless his name is Roberto. That's, That's racist, dude. What, Robert, makes huh? what makes it's you think? It's super close to
1: Roberto. That's pretty funny. You know, well, because... <laughs>
0: My uh, Dana and I used to have a joke that she was banging, and we called the guy Roberto.
1: Wait, finish your story about the
0: black psychic. Okay, I didn't mean so to make a face about it. I was just saying. You did. You told totally, me. You, you said
1: you. What you're forty I think you and you're were singing, judging
0: black psychic? No, so you, you said you're forty. No, you
1: said you're forty and you're seeing a psychic. And I was like, and I went, eh, that's kinda yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that's all. I So meant.
0: he goes, every time this guy dr- dr- I drive with this dude, cops would follow us for blocks. Oh yeah. He goes, it never oh, yeah. happens when I'm by myself, but when I'm this guy. Jamie Masada
1: talks about that when, when, uh, Paul Mooney bought a car and and Paul Mooney said, watch this. And he was driving a new car, a brand new, like a Mercedes. He got, they got stopped four times by the cops. They fucking got stopped four times because a black man shouldn't be driving a fast car like that. Now my
0: response to that is I've been pulled over. It has happened for a long time, but the first 10 years I was in LA, I was pulled over 17 times that's because you were f- high as fuck well i was not <laughs> high as fuck i was driving a red car but i uh i got pulled over a lot man now as you go- i know it's actually 19 times i i've talked about this before i'm like 16 and 3 in traffic court i'm like incredibly good at i actually beat a traffic tick i uh, a camera i beat a camera damn yeah dude how'd you do that well, because they call you and they'll show you the video because they want you just to admit you were wrong. So we're watching the video and the video goes. Deep fake! Deep fake! <laughs> it was before T fake, but it was. Oh, by the way, I said some joke like about me blowing dudes, and I go, oh, that's going to regret And then all of a sudden, someone chopped it up and it was all over ah, the place. Ah, fuck like, you guys for yeah. doing that to him. Uh, yeah. God so damn it. I'm watching this video, and dude, the video's going, and. Right before it ends, you see me hit my brake lights. My brake lights come on, and the video stops. And I go, I fucking stopped, dude. You know, and the guy, I couldn't believe he goes, ah, fuck. I go, why do you care, dude? Like, why do you care? What the cop did? Yeah. Like, because you go into a room with this guy, and he shows you the video. I
1: went to traffic school, and the cop didn't show up twice.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I, I run. I had a whole system cross-examine them and everything. Well, there's a there's a service that fights it for you in court. Well, you know, that's okay. a waste of time. But anyway, I, I, I what was happening in L.A., because L.A. was going so broke, cops are just writing tickets as, like, basically a tax to make money for the city because right. they were running out of fucking money. And here's the thing, dude. You want to talk about racism? Go down any day to the L.A. courthouse and tell me how many white people are in that line. Yeah. And I go, white? There's hardly any white people... And super unattractive, and I go, what does that say about me? (laughs) Well, again, this is these are subtle things. Like real quick, real quick, before you, people show up to traffic court in like. FUBU, like fucking NFL jerseys, pajamas. It's so true. And you're like, dude, you got a presenter. Like half the time you'll get out if you just show up in a suit because they show that you gave a shit. Look at the line at the DMV. It's the same shit. It's yeah. unbelievable. Traffic
1: courts. I mean, court in general is like not a pretty. I've been on juries. It's, it's a rough, it's depressing down there. It's fucking. Oh, ugh. it's sad, dude. I don't like it. And how all.
0: much of it is like. How much justice is because you have enough money for a lawyer?
1: I know, man. I know. That's that's always been the way it is. And a lot of these issues are being addressed, whether or not they're being addressed the right way. I don't know.
0: Well, you know, I you have know. the South, which is still racist. And then you have Hollywood, in the, you know, California, which is like Vice puts out a fucking article going, if you want to be happy, you should cuck your wife. Like, you know, and it's, like, <laughs> like, like it's like the ox is like, dude. We were pretty rich. you should let him bang your wife to show how much how bad you feel about slavery that's right? hilarious right like that well, now,
1: now if you if you don't want to date a transgender woman you're you're being bigoted
0: too. well we had a friend of ours who used to work at the comic store who called this girl racist because she didn't want to date black guys i go she's just not attracted to black men that's not being racist that's yeah. not racist it's like it's like oh you're 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 uh uh foot Photophobic by not wanting to date short guys. That's right? where, that's where
1: actually you see human beings where we, the one place we do discriminate, I don't give a fuck how woke you are, is who we fuck. Well, no, 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 mean, no. Let we're me just say, super
0: this. prejudiced. In that pussy, regard. pussy can't fuck what it doesn't want to fuck. Guy, uh, dude, uh, 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 the grand wizard of the KKK would go balls deep on Beyonce. Wouldn't even think twice 100%. about it. 100%. Would boy said out. that. Pussy not racist. Pussy
1: cuts through racism in a heartbeat, and I've said the same. I've said that quietly with black dudes. I've been like. If she was really racist, you'd bang her. They're like, fuck yeah, I do yeah, I but hate dude, her, but-,
0: but if a chick isn't into black guys, she can't. Like if a chick is racist and hates black guys, she won't bang black guys. A, a, a racist Or she dude, will secretly. Or secretly. Well, you ever hear that story in Germany? This white chick was a part of like the Aryan race brotherhood. And then they found a porno of her banging black guys. Yes. So they had to kick her out. I love that. Um, I think though the, the thing is when we talk about
1: racism, like we have to be careful about how you define that when you say, well, this is racist. Or that, like it's way more subtle than that now. It, it just is like you don't need racism. Actually, what I contend is you don't need racism to have problems, to have to have problems for people of color to have mobility, upward mobility. It's not racism. You can have the 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 after effects of racism. You can have the ripple effect, the wreckage of a racist past that, that now is still reverberating even though no one in the room is racist. You still have the damage it caused in one's subconscious, in one's psyche. Do you understand what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. creates, it creates a generation of a form of disability in self-belief, in confidence. Well, it's generational it trauma. Be. That's right. That's a good point. That's a good way to put it. So, so sometimes it's like you're, when you're trying to get rid of racism, there may be nothing to get rid of in the room.
0: That's not what the problem is. Well, my is. question is, Brian, if if I go to anybody, what is what? How will we know when we beat racism? Like, what is that?
1: You're not gonna. You're not. You're okay. So racism is gonna be is gonna be fucking. Uh, very simply and very easily replaced and is replaced by tribalism, by groups. Human beings are very good at creating separation. We're better than you guys. Your group conspiracy theorists believe that you guys have the truth over people like myself at the end of the day And your group you is hold the guys with the ha- sh- their head shoved up there. That's what I mean. You guys have the truth and my head is in my ass. And by the way, you guys will use aggressive aggressive metaphors for that and that's how human beings are. People like me go,
0: well, they're all crazy, you know. And so nobody That's what's always going to fucking happen. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? And it's just like my whole thing is like what is the end result? what is, And like in comedy, we're constantly battling the different what is what is racial and what is racist? I think there's a big difference. Yes, but the way, the, the way you the way you combat that is you do what
1: the West figured out. You treat everybody, ready? You treat everybody as. An individual. Okay. That's why I don't like talking about groups. No, I'm with That's you. That's why that. I don't like talking about identity politics. That's why I don't like talking about who's the most oppressed in the room. That is the recipe for fucking disaster because you can keep splicing it up. If black women are the most rep- uh, repressed, okay. What about black women with lupus? What about black <laughs> women? You know. What about black women under five feet tall? What about black women who are way less attractive totally. than black totally. women
0: like Beyonce? I used to have a joke about that. So you can just it's called oppression math.
1: Is Beyonce more privileged than, than you know this woman. Of course, in the black community, I was listening to a chat on, on Clubhouse, which was amazing. They were up in arms about a, a, a woman who wrote a, a, a song and she's being canceled on, on a song about how light-skinned women have it better than black-skinned women. Dark skinned one, oh, But you know,
0: that's an old battle. Of course man. It is. Because of course and it that is. they there's a lot of angst in the black community about the Cosby show before the controversy about him because he picked the light skinned girl. And from there on, every woman that was married to a, a black man was light skinned on fucking sitcoms. Dude, I was I listened to a number of By the of way, black when, women. real quick, when was the first time you knew you loved black tits?
1: I've always been uh college. Oh, but I, I, I
0: learned it when watching good times his sister like she had the biggest black rack yeah. I've ever had so when I would steal porno mags from the local store I would just jack blacktail magazine yeah I just never big i i think monster can I think
1: as I grew up overseas I never uh I never
0: met a black person no I
1: never I, I was around black people and I was around from a very early age, Filipinos. I was, was around non-white people yeah, I till you. the age of 14. I get you. So
0: for me, I So they I were never... what, your butlers, your drivers, no, no, your no,
1: helpers? No, no, that's not true. That That's <laughs> not true, actually. It, if, ironically, they, they were people who were actually in power in that particular country. Okay. So, so for me, I never... Um, I remember being in Africa and looking at the Maasai and envying how beautiful they were, and I wanted to be that tall. And is strong. that the
0: guy you always show me that's just shredded? No, those guys are from Senegal. Are you, have you beat off to those pictures before? Uh, only, only, only. I, 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 won't, I won't comment on that. But the yeah. answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so I, I never looked at it that way because I wasn't. Ex- I was exposed so early to so many different colors. Well, yeah. And so many different cultures. I, well, I mean, the the, you
0: know, the 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 multiculturalism has worked. I mean, it, whenever you go to mall, you'd see a group of young kids teenagers multicultural like they they, it it really has worked but the problem is the problem is that that people have weaponized our greatest strength of this country which is our diversity and they've weaponized it not because they want to change anything but for personal reasons it's like how many of these people that fucking do these like this night or that night how many are doing it because they can make a dollar off it niching shit out right or like oh it's women's only show how many of that is just done to niche it out and to get their fucking piece but, of
1: the but pie? that that's why white privilege is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard and came come up with by Peggy McIntosh, that's a white woman who who never did anything but be in a fucking college campus what a surprise but but um because the problem with privilege is okay, so white people are more privileged. All right, what about a white person with crippling anxiety? A white person with agoraphobia? A white person who's deaf? A white person who just lost both their parents? What about a black, half black, half white person? Are they half privileged or half oppressed? Yeah. And are they it, are they half as half fifty percent more privileged than uh, somebody who's completely black? Right. Yeah, again, we run into the same fucking problems right. of of breaking down. You, you you can't implement this. It's impossible to implement these laws, these these rules at the level at a macro level. You can't you can't you you can't apply them to policy. You can't. You they're not workable. I don't know how to work in giving somebody more opportunity because of the fact that they have a little more melanin cuz now we're getting into degrees of melanin we're getting into family trees do I have to look at your genome
0: yeah I, i'm brian, serious this is a great what... point and really what what people and it's not even opportunity brian what what these people want is equal outcome okay right. i have no problem equal with saying like the nfl they're like you have to you have to interview x number of minority people I don't mind that because give this guy a chance to get in while wow you and get a chance to win. My problem is when you're like we have to have this many of this because because and Hollywood's learned this the real hard way kicking and screaming. Entertainment is like sports. If you don't use the best talent it fucking fails. People so, don't go to watch your movies. Yeah, so I'm not saying, dude, that you should use white people. I don't think that at all. If the best is black, use black. It's like this kicker, this female kicker. If she's the best kicker on
1: campus, use her. You're talking about you're talking about a hierarchy of of merit. You're talking about a meritocracy. You're talking what you're what you're asking for, which is right, is you're saying who's best for the fucking job. Now you have to make sure you have equality of opportunity. You have to make sure that those black kids in Louisiana or wherever they are are getting the same schooling, the same opportunity. That's the not same easy opportunity. To do. That's not easy to do. The the other problem that that uh, people don't talk about also is that in the way life works a lot of times it's that 80-20 or 10-90 principle where you know or even 1% 1% of the people it's like some something like like 12 composers like made all the good music and very few you know so sometimes it's a very small group of people doing most of the work that is commercial and that sells and then there's the vast majority of the rest of them you know struggling over the crumbs that's another issue that capitalism has had a hard time addressing you know, so what do you do about the people that fall through the cracks? Again, I'm I'm calling for balance. That's why I say. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah.
0: I mean, but there's also that, like, it, it, it's also there's this whole, like, people don't understand, like, they're always like, this is like business, right? It's like the NBA at one point had to institute a rule where you had to dress a certain way at the press conferences. Because people are showing up with do-rags and all this. And listen, you can dress however you want on your time. Yeah. But you're at work. Yep. Like, if I went to a club, I went to a club, and they're like, you have to wear a suit on stage. I'd be like, I'm not going to be playing your club. I appreciate it, but... I don't, that's not what I do. Yeah. I would turn that down. Yeah. But if I go there, that's the rule of the club. That's right. It's All like right? going into so some- like the NBA right. is super duper corporate. These guys are learning this the hard way. Some of them are being fucking worked right, pushed out because they don't understand. It's a corporate fucking gig. People don't realize that it's not a white thing. It's a business thing. Yeah, and, right. the, and, and business is like, for some reason, business is done around the world in English that was just mostly because the british pound crown and the monetary unit it's like why the monet, i asked somebody i go why is the monet why is the british pound worth the most and they're like well because that's where money came from they created the money system and it's like i i we did a union of the unwanted and we had all these europeans on there talking currency and they're like because the british created the monetary unit they control how it goes i asked your when we stayed at your sister's house, fun story, okay? Me, Brian, Steve, Burn, Dove, we went. We were in Afghanistan, yep, and we went through Lithuania, that. right? Yep. Uh,
1: no, we went to Kyr- uh Kazakhstan. Kyrgyzstan oh, Kyrgyzstan, and, right? Yeah, she yeah. get
0: the the hot chick gave us a, a too small of a um. Uh, catch another flight. What's that called? The uh, layover, uh, lay, layover, yeah. or, or no, we, whatever. We that missed is. it,
1: right? We missed it. Yeah. We
0: missed it. Stayed in London. For so a night. they they put us up for a night. We got to stay at your 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 sister's place. Yep. Very nice, very nice people. I asked your sister, why is your dollar worth so much? She didn't know. She said, ask her husband, but he wasn't there. Brian was so nice. He's like, have you guys been to London? I'm like, we've never been to London. He goes, let's jump in a cab. And he took us to where the gay bars are. And I have no clue why. <laughs> I still have no clue why we went Tighten to the, this. the gay this. section of fucking Is of that, London. I didn't know where we were going. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> all of sudden, in like, take us to the blah, blah, blah
1: district. I'm like, I can't wait. Well, we went to eat. And I remember Dove had pink eye. And he just didn't want to talk to anybody. He was exhausted. We hadn't slept in fucking 10 days. That was a great trip, dude. That was
0: fun. That's why I realized the power of Brian Kelly. Hey, come on, man. I got How great of an entertainer you are. I you do... are a, you are the most unique stand-up I've ever watched. <laughs> I'll take that shit. Come see me fucking in
1: Miami this, this weekend, and then Nashville the next weekend, and then fucking uh, in Virginia Beach. Did the... you
0: record your shit like you said you were going to? I'm going to in Ma- Miami. I'm gonna do that. it's a weird time to do it in but if anyone could do it, Fuck it. it's I'm fucking it. brian Callen. i'm doing it and i'm gonna release it on youtube brian i think that's great yeah
1: it's gonna be great i think you should do more of that i'm going to and then back to square one back to writing more stuff i've been writing a lot in my sleep when i wake up in the middle of the night hey this is something for everybody i don't know if i've talked about this but If you go through shit in your life where where you are depressed or you have anxiety or you have doubt or, or you know, even if you're horny, seriously, (laughs) learn how to learn. It's really easy and it's not it's not a difficult process. Learn how to just start thinking about something positive. Create start creating just literally go, oh, I'm getting that, that self-defeating thing again, or I'm feeling sorry for myself, or I'm, I'm, I'm having major anxiety, or I'm really depressed. Just literally go, that's energy. I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to start writing. I'm going to start. What's funny about this? What, what can I do? Write. And if you're not a writer, uh, what, what business can I start? Just put what, what, what can I, what can I start reading about?
0: Can't agree more. That's, that's how you, that's mental toughness. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like, when I think about people who are just like, you don't know how easy you have. It. I'm like, I I literally only eat what I kill. That's it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, I learned very early when I was in my 20. And when when I moved to LA in 99, year 2000, I went to Montreal. I bombed so badly because I didn't know who I was. I hadn't even really started doing clubs at that time. And I really just hit on this, on this fucking... Uh, showcase I did and they had me headlining and I fucking wasn't even a club comic. I was like a bar comic and uh so I I learned real quick I wasn't part one of the cool kids early so I learned to survive on my own but everything is just fought for I it's just it's like I I sit people down all the time go this is what I did do it do it do it the internet it's the new main street you yeah. don't need brick and mortar now. You need a. You need to set up your virtual shop and my and whatever skill you have, there is somebody looking to purchase it. You just got to find it. That's right. That's exactly. Save right. your, dude. You know, a long time ago I was on. A, I haven't done Rogan in like almost eight years. Is
1: that how long it's been?
0: Yeah, he just he just it was. I don't know. I, listen, dude. On the Mount Rushmore, people have helped me in my life. Joe Rogan is one hundred percent on there and for some reason he i just haven't been on and that's fine because he's helped me in so many ways i really can't complain well, he loves you he, but you the know. last time i was on or one of the times we were on i was going through something i would i would proceed to go on through the next 8 years until i get out of my until i, I got out of my own way but i was talking about be you know no, you know not, it's something i really understand now but i kind of just started talking about it then which is nobody's come to save you Nobody is coming to save you. You have to save yourself. You you walk this thing alone, man. Yeah. You I mean, you got the, your family and they yeah. love you, but dude, you got to save, you You got to save them, but you only save yourself. You only do that by saving yourself. You only change the world by saving yourself, dude. Most of the shit going on in your life is directly resulted from fucking craziness that you've done. Correct. You know what Joe Rogan say? You let the crazies in, right?
1: You are responsible for the condition you're in.
0: Right? In okay. one way or another.
1: Even if you get fucked over at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta look at what you What, what, who were you bringing into your life? Yes. What, what were you and why? And that's what, that goes back to what I was saying is that we do a lot of human beings, me included, are very good at procrastinating by creating problems for ourselves. We create problems for ourselves. We date the wrong people. We take a job we shouldn't take when we should be doing this over here. We spend a whole bunch of busy work doing this instead of actually doing what we're supposed
0: to do. I wish good girls were crazy in the sack. Uh, How come only fucking uh, broken toys let you best. do weird fucking,
1: right? <laughs> well, listen, I don't know. I, mean, I don't
0: know. That's a really good question. But my whole point is is just like, when I look back at my life and like my career, uh, it's just like, I, you know, hey, dude, you were doing blow a lot. Why do you think it, you never... Fucking blew up that way. It's like it's like I could blame it on everybody else, but That's it's like a the sign tur- of maturity, dude. I am mature. I'm fat, but I'm mature. Fat We, we, dragon, we didn't dog? get we
1: didn't get to um, we didn't get to the conspiracy I wanted to talk about. We're out, we're I an hour No, we can do it. We can keep going. No, I just think you know what is the
0: conspiracy. The Brian? conspiracy
1: was that there was a woman from Johns Hopkins who was a, who was a professor in applied economics. She's really good with numbers and math. And she has her PhD, probably I think in math. But she looked at the data, okay. And Tony Robbins made this video about it because Tony Robbins' business is predicated on getting a lot of people in a room, and COVID has stopped that shit. Oh, for cold. sure. And so Tony Robbins is looking at the death rates, and he looks at, he talks to all the doctors, and he's been very kind of vocal about how he thinks the shutdown's been total overkill. And so uh, this
0: woman, by the from, way, is he like Frankenstein's brother? Like he, he's, he's got- like, He's got a lot of energy and he's got that voice and he's, he's got that a, chin. He's a giant man. Yeah. he's a giant fucking man. He got in trouble for trying to take away the power of the N word. And he was saying he it. did. Yeah. And I'm, I, I listen, dude, yeah. I have my whole theories, dude. He's about like, if you really are taking taken back, you should let it go. But that's a whole nother side. Up. He's go been, on.
1: he's yeah. But he, he was, he was saying, and, and then sent around that this woman from Johns Hopkins, um, essentially said that uh, the overall death rate in from covid from 2015 to 2020 has not changed like her 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 thesis was that that if you look at the in especially with old people the death rates in heart disease cancer and and, and flu went down and they were but then and they were kind of yeah. like
0: predicated like we with basically the, cured flu yeah but
1: ha- having said that um, she also said that this needs a lot more data and a lot more a lot more statistics. I, you know why and, she
0: said that though? Mm. is
1: because she knows she'll get in trouble. Well no, no this. because the CDC said, the Center for Disease Control, there were 300,000 excess deaths. And so I talked to a mathematician about this and he said, you can play with numbers all day long. The, the, the fact of the matter is she didn't take into account the raw death count. The idea that you, if you look at all deaths um, and there are ways to play with that stat. So you have to be careful with, no. with when someone says that, okay. the fact of the matter is no, but the fact of the matter is there were excess deaths of COVID now watch so so if if say flu deaths went down was that because people were home more and not exposed and wearing masks if there were less traffic accidents was that because they weren't driving as much you have to take all those things into account so you have to be careful with stats
0: brian you ever hear this expression there are lies damn lies and statistics brian listen yeah we shut down our economy suicides alcoholism drug and death is skyrocketing it shouldn't be fuzzy math to fucking destroy small businesses middle-class businesses i agree we destroy it shouldn't be fuzzy math it should be like every day we come in where we should be like fuck man blah 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 blah's gone fuck blah 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 blah's gone fuck blah 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 dude we gotta shut down this economy it's none of that it's none of that brian
1: do you chalk it up to um the Great Reset. To to Great Reset, or do you chalk it up to total incompetence?
0: No, I, I I chalk it up to the Great Reset.
1: Yeah, but that would mean all the politicians are talking to each other and they're trying to reset, or are they just yeah, no trying to? Are they trying to weigh the difference between blood on my hands, shitty economy? Brian,
0: in this in this in this show, you have even said that these most of the things that politicians do are just beg for campaign money it's not that hard to control the controlled uh
1: i think though that the the no because the politicians like Evan newsom are hearing from health
0: bureaucrats right the cdc and they're getting numbers so let me ask you something brian if he is so concerned about death rates why did he keep his vineyard open well I don't know if he
1: kept his vineyard open. No, oh, no, I, know, just, but I just know that this recall movement is real, and, you and lost. that's got him very worried.
0: And
1: you lost. I did, did he? Did he keep Plumjack open? No. I think a lot of well, a lot of vineyards were stayed open. No,
0: his. And, but
1: I, I think that the fact that he went to French Laundry and didn't wear a
0: fucking he went to French Laundry. Yeah. What is French Laundry?
1: French Laundry is a very expensive restaurant, which I, I mean, wouldn't know anything about that. It's amazing. It's Thomas Keller's uh, flagship restaurant. But the, the larger question is, I I, I chalk it up to. Um, total incompetence and poorly run
0: states i chalk it up to they're they're trying to fucking get everybody on basic income uh universal basic income they want you to take that money from the government because you have no money coming in and then they're going to start installing these fucking hey dude if you don't play ball we're going to cut off your cash they want to move everything to digital That's why. And I regret pulling my money out. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. It was a joke. But uh, I'm buying gold and silver because I see a crash coming.
1: So here's what I think. I actually think that because of this, this pandemic, things have taken shape. And one of them is the fact that small businesses, a lot of them have fucking died. Now, I was just this weekend with a friend of mine who owned restaurants. His entire business is I mean, his entire business has gone. He spent a lifetime. He spent 40 years building something really special. We saw generational wealth months, In nine months, dude, in nine months he's, he's at zero. And he's, he's it's, if you don't think that's a big deal, if your life's work, and he he's an immigrant, okay? He's a fucking immigrant. He didn't come from any money. And he worked his balls off. And his entire restaurant business, he had all these different nightclubs, restaurants. It's all gone. And he's at zero right now. And that's such a serious thing. And what I think is, was you see more and more of these small businesses going under and all these big businesses like Amazon crushing it. I think that I'm willing to believe that that is an accident. However, I'm also willing to believe that there are ideologically bent people in government and elsewhere who love this because it is an opportunity to create a race set. It is an opportunity to create a, a top down command economy. It is an opportunity to Brian, create to tear down institutions and to and to usher in Brian, a socialist agenda.
0: Brian. That's there's something called agenda two oh one. And they literally not one oh one? No two oh one. Okay. Educate me. And they met at where, John? Where would they where did they meet, Brian? Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. John Hopkins? And who, who funded this whole thing? Was it Bill and Melinda Gates? Oh, my God. Yeah. And all these economic and banking and tech people and all these fucking g- giant organizations all met up. And it was like an elite Dungeons and Dragons, okay? They played Dungeons and Dragons, and they did a scenario with, what if a giant plague happened? What would we do? And But their plague started in a wet market in South America, and it was a pig ate a bat. Yeah, well, the, well
1: there was swine flu was a real thing down there. Yeah. Right,
0: right. Pandemics so, And have then been- the scenario, what happened? And in this scenario... They say within five years, people regret giving up all of their rights. Yeah, well, well, pandemics
1: have been something that we've been talking about forever. And what are we going to do when a fucking errant bug like the influenza uh, phenomenon of the 20s kills 100 million people, 200 million people? That's very real. Like, look, this this Wuhan virus or this this
0: the way, Brian, Wuhan is just having fucking MTV beach parties all day. Have you seen videos out there? <laughs> They're like, bam, 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 and you know, and just well, everybody well, has the same fucking haircut. I don't know who the fucks who. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. It's like there's one super cut, and they all get the same haircut. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Coronavirus, coronavirus
1: is could be the tip of the iceberg. There, there could be a, there could be a a, you know, whether it's one year from now, God forbid, 10 years from now, 20, there could be a virus
0: out there that Ryan, really I kills everybody, steel, okay? you know, and that's, what I would had. rather go down swinging. Like I have kids right now. You have kids when you're like 60, 70, 80, like a couple weeks from now. <laughs> right. Right. When that day happens. Right. And there's this thing going down. Would you want your daughters, your son and your daughter to fucking shut their business down to save you? yeah I mean, uh, no. no let me die fucking call it a day yeah. i'd rather hang out with my family hug them and call it a fucking day this has been a giant economic this is a the biggest hijacking of wealth in years dude it's pretty crazy there's
1: got to be a smarter way to do it next time that's all i have to say there's got to be a fucking smarter way to
0: do it guys so. uh i think you know it wasn't really Uh, Debate until that very end. And then Brian somehow, in three sentences, lost another episode. No, I did not lose another episode. What I was saying. I just think it just didn't go the way they thought. No. No. A guy named Klaus Schwab, that like you couldn't name a more evil fuck a more evil name um, uh, unless you call them like fucking plague fister that's the only way you could have a worse name for a fucking piece of shit than if you named him plague, plague, plague fister, plague fister. <laughs> right like he fists people to plague
1: that's pretty intense
0: right so yeah. my point is it's like I, I get it brian i get it but, that you don't want to believe in it, but it's like, you're a good guy. And what you're doing right now is you're going, I, I wouldn't do that. They couldn't do no, that. I'm doing, I'm saying that people that aren't that organized. They're just not Brian. They're just not have to be a lot. There's five groups that own all the media brother. Not true. It's, yeah. I just okay. had
1: a journalist on who was like, oh, I said that I go, he was there. Is there
0: Buzzfeed. <gasps> he knows pie charts. I okay? said, is there, is
1: there top down? Well, he's worked on a, with a lot of or news organizations. I said, I said, Is there, are you controlled by, like, if you went to, we talked about, I said, if you went to BuzzFeed or or Huffington Post and said, I have an article I want to write about um, the good things that Trump did. So so in other words, you say, look, there there, there might be some deregulation he did that was actually good for minority companies. Let's just say that's a story. And he said, that'd be greenlit. However, what would happen is. Would it be put on the front page? Would it be promoted? would it? And then how much how many times could I write okay. an article like that where I wouldn't get side glances and and just talk, right. okay. talk and and, and, so, and from my fellow journalists in that place. So what happens is if you are working at that uh, uh, like Huffington Post and you have that kind of like you're interested in that kind of thing, you you go to Breitbart or you go somewhere okay. else. So in other words, as a human being, you're going to go in there, and every time you go in there, your fellow workers are going to be like, "There's the asshole," and they're just that social pressure. That
0: feeling, though.
1: Well, just but a lot of people. Just that pressure is going to cause you to be like, "I'm not going to write that story." That's a major fucking problem. That's what I think is insidious. That's what I think is dangerous. Because now, when I see Huffington Post, Vanity Fair, MSNBC, CNN, and they write an article, I already know that they're going to what their slant is. I already know that they are going to take a position that I can predict. Well, my, That's my, a
0: problem. Uh, what I would like to see, Brian, and we don't have time right now, is for us to go on BuzzFeed and put BuzzFeed, pro-Trump. BuzzFeed, good good president. BuzzFeed, something's Trump, and see if we can find one fucking article in the last four years. Because if, and I'm not calling that guy, uh, he's the nicest dude, I'm not saying he's a liar at all. But I'm saying if a pro thing could make it to the page, In four years, there should be one article. Yeah. And
1: but there's no pushback. And that's the same thing in academia. You don't have professors that have a different point of view. You have, right. you have, you they've all been, they've all, all those, those people have been pushed out. Now you have just one side. And so that starts to become the orthodoxy. If you say something enough and often enough from one angle, it becomes quote unquote, no, truth. I get you. and that's what I, that's, that's the danger. And the game we need is fucking scary. balance. Like we should start a news okay. organization where there's, well, it's this podcast where there's fucking two sides and the fucking side. With the most sense wins. Thank you for you guys, you small group that really understand that I'm winning this. And the rest of you fucking tripley you really are the minority. You tripleites, you tripleite motherfuckers. I love the light You fucking tin hat foil. The swarm, dude. They're
0: called the swarm, and they get it.
1: Fuck the swarm. God damn it.
0: They call me a cunt. They hate me. Whoa, Callen, you got apologize. Sorry, sorry, the swarm. Please, I'm sorry. Don't swarm me. There you go. Swarm. Dude. Don't swarm me. Don't don't
1: say I apologize. Swarm, I got a little carried away. They I'm, walk with my, love my, in
0: their heart. My my, my,
1: my, my my tongue slipped. I apologize okay. to the swarm. Okay, all right. I apologize all right. to the swarm. I apologize all to you. All right. I, I was out of line. I was okay. out of line. All right. God bless the swarm.
0: God bless the swarm, guys. It's been great. Come see me in North Carolina. Come see Brian. Whatever bathhouse he's playing <laughs> Miami at. Miami, Miami, uh, Virginia Nashville. Beach. Yeah, Nashville. 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 yeah baby God new bless. hour about his butt tox. i can't Yee-haw. wait have you ever thought about doing an hour perm like body part sure all the time just like look at these calves and just do an hour about your calves yeah yeah mr body jesus all right all right brad don't read oh i'm sorry something bad no no happened. all good all good all right all guys this good. has been the show where the, we really love america
1: we love america enjoy the show
0: take we care guys america. you're
1: awesome
0: <laughs>